0: Hello and welcome back to The Spell Sesh, episode 23. Now, today's episode is a solo episode, so it's just me. And um, it was inspired by this wonderful telenym that I got from an an anonymous person. And it just sparked this idea in me to do this episode, which I haven't actually wanted to do for a while. And this was really the... The driving force, I would say, for this episode. But before that, before we even get into this whole episode, I want to bring back the spill the tea segment. I love doing this on solo episodes because I just have so much tea to spill every week, you know. It's just a thing. So, okay, for this week's segment, as you know, my favorite podcast to exist is Call Her Daddy. If you haven't listened to this podcast, I don't know what you're doing with your life, okay? So if you have heard this podcast before and if you've followed all the drama, you know that Alex and Sophia were a duo and they were best friends and then they broke up and now Sophia came out with her own podcast and you best believe that I listened to it and oh my god I don't know who to believe (laughs) I when this whole thing went down okay for those of you who don't listen to this podcast please just skip this whole section but if you want to just listen for the tea just listen okay so Alex like really dragged Sophia through the mud. Her whole team did, Barstool Sports did, and they made much of Suitman and her, and it was crazy. Okay, it was, it was blatant cyberbullying. Yet, the whole narrative kind of supported Alex. Even I mean, I was listening. I've been listening to the podcast ever since they split up, and I've been loving it. In fact, I think it's better now with Alex on the podcast alone. But that doesn't mean I've stopped supporting Sophia. And I was so happy when I saw that she released her own podcast. And um, I listened to it. And oh my god, there is so much angst in this podcast, dude. But it is so funny. I'm so happy. It's called Sophia with an F. It's only available on Apple Podcasts, which I'm really annoyed by. But it's fine. I just downloaded the app on my phone. And um, so there was one part that she spoke directly to Alex. And I swear to god, I got chills down my spine fine it was so authentic it was so like straight from her heart and you could hear the pain in her voice so arrow man let me know if you listen to call daddy please listen please enlighten me on what you think about this whole drama this whole scandal i would love to know because this is literally my favorite podcast it has gotten me through some really tough times and um i just it's sad to see a friendship breakup so public at the same time like i still want to support both of them but it's hard also knowing both of them saying so much shit about each other. It's just sad. But anyway, if you haven't listened to Sophia with an F, it's it's quite funny. And I think you should listen to it. <laughs> Alright, let's get into the actual episode. Which is called, To All The Boys That Called Me Fat Before. Isn't such a punny name? <laughs> I mean, listen. Um, I just want to preface this episode by saying, Body shaming is fucked up. It shouldn't happen. And you know, it happens to men, it happens to women, it happens to everyone. And the only reason for this title is just because I thought it was funny, you know, to all the boys that I loved before whatever that Netflix movie is. And I'm just a very, like, I like to have catching, like, um, what's the word? Like, catchy titles, so that's all. Alright, let's, let's just get into the actual episode. Okay, so I got this telonym the other day, and I'm going to read it out loud to you. Ah, social media. Right. The Telenym said... Oh, by the way, if you don't know what Telenym is, basically it's this platform where people can send you things anonymously. Um, most of them, they're questions and some of them is pure hate, as you will hear. And um, I will say, I'm actually very lucky, I don't really get hate. Uh, I've gotten like a few criticisms, I would say, but not hate. And even this, I don't really consider it as hate. I just think it's very ignorant, but okay, whatever. The Telenan said, don't you think you need to lose weight? Laughing emoji. You should work on losing weight more than working on these podcasts. Helps better. Well, um, okay. (laughs) Now, I was in the taxi uh, on the way home from school after a long day and I got this telenyum and usually when I get telenyums I really I open them immediately because I usually think it's something to do with the podcast and I want to see what people are saying about it so because my telenyum link is actually my podcast link I don't have one from my main account so I was like okay cool, cool cool it's about the podcast and then I saw this and I swear to god my heart just stopped for like a second And I didn't know how to react. I didn't know whether I was upset, whether I was angry, whether I was confused. I just remember stopping in that moment. Because, to be very honest, weight has been a struggle in my life for, I would say, the past three years. Um, Especially, body image has always been a struggle. Always, since growing up. But weight specifically, like me wanting to lose weight, me gaining weight, which I will go into my whole story. And um, that since 2017 has been a very, very big part of my life. And recently, in the past, I would say two months, I have been actively trying to lose weight. And I've been actively trying to eat healthy, actively trying to work out like crazy. This is the most I've worked out in my life, okay? So... It's on my mind every day. Am I losing enough weight? Am I looking a certain way? And I'm just being very, very candid with you. And I'm like, am I making any progress? Am I feeling stronger? Do I see any change in my body? And I don't. That's the thing. So currently, it's just like, I feel like I'm getting a lot stronger with weights and stuff, which I'm really happy about. But I just don't feel like I am making that progress that I want to see in my body. And obviously, me being me, I'm very hard on myself. And it just so happened that this week especially I was feeling it. And this anon decides to send that to me the week I was completely consumed by my weight. So it it really just goes to show that you should just be kind because you genuinely don't know what someone else is going through. And I, you know... I don't even know i had so many thoughts went through my head um it's not that i started questioning like oh my god am i beautiful i did i started looking at my photos i'm like wait why why would this person say this and i looked through my instagram and i had posted a couple of photos from a photo shoot that i did which i was a little bit insecure about because i was wearing a crop top now whenever i post bikini photos whenever i post photos to do with a crop top i never edit my body i leave the rolls in i try and angle it so it doesn't look that bad but if there's a little bit of curve, if there's a little bit of that extra fat, I will leave it in. Although it's very, very, very hard for me, I will leave it in because I know how it affects me when I see girls that don't have them. So I, the little bit I can do, just the little bit, because I know girls will notice that. That's how we are. We're very, very meticulous about our bodies. So I knew that girls would notice that, and I know people would notice that, and I still left it in just because I wanted someone else to feel like, hey, I see a little bit of rolls. I see a little bit of fat. It's normal. That's not to say that oh wow, I'm so confident in my body and um, I, I'm body. I'm of course I'm body part. I'm of course I'm body positive. That's not even a an issue. It's just that oh like I want to promote this on my social media, that on my social media. It is just a small, subtle thing that I like to do um, to help myself actually normalize my body and help other girls realize as well that. Our bodies are normal, but I never expected someone to call me out on it and blatantly tell me to my face that I need to lose weight. <sighs> so I was thinking, okay, how? I, before I even thought about making this episode, I was like, all right, all right, so <laughs> what kind of comeback should I do for this? Like, after the sad part, I was like, okay, hey, you know what? Now I'm a bit feisty, I'm a bit, I'm a very sarcastic person by nature, and, um, I was like, all right, am I going to make a TikTok? Am I going to like clap back? Am I going to post on my Insta story? But then I realized the way I want to approach this is I want to have a conversation. I don't want to do something sarcastic. I don't want to do something like sassy because it's just feeding into them. I don't want them to get the satisfaction. So to the anon, if you're listening, well, thank you for starting this conversation on my podcast. It's because of you I decided to do this episode. So I thank you for that. Um, no, I don't think I need to lose weight. I think I'm healthier than I have ever been. And I don't think it's very nice of you to tell someone to lose weight, especially if it's coming from a joking manner. So, well, yes, I just want to say thank you for bringing this topic up. And let's get into the discussion. So I posted a lot of, um, polls on my Instagram story, which I will get into properly later, but I am just overwhelmed. I just want to say this now in the beginning of the episode I am overwhelmed with the amount of responses, DMs, texts I got on how many people who have, have been body shamed. And you know what the interesting part is? A lot of them were guys. And I just want to thank each and every one of you who sent in your stories, who sent in the way that you have been body shamed for being brave enough to share what people have said about you. And of course, I just want you to know you are beautiful the way you are and no one no one has the right to even comment on the way we look no one i will get into all of that later and all your responses and i'll be going through each of each and every single one of them because i want people to be listening to know that they are not alone it's not just me everyone everyone has experienced it before but I am going to talk about my experience first, not because I'm narcissistic, just because it's a long story. So I want to get into that and my experience with body shaming, body dysmorphia, intrusive, obtrusive thoughts um, about the way I eat, the way I look, and um, yeah, let's just let's just get into that. So I'm going to take you through on a little bit of a journey um from when i was a kid to now so as a kid if we wind back time to maybe like i would say 2010 to 2013 i was age 14 to 16 at that time i wanted to be skinny i really really wanted to be skinny that was a trend at that time the trend in secondary school was to have a thigh gap and skinny legs and skinny calves there was no such thing as thick um there was no such thing as like uh hourglass curved bodies like as in obviously there was but it just wasn't how do i say like it wasn't glamorized yeah that's the word and what was glamorized was just being extremely skinny and i remember specifically after my drama cca back in i would say i was like 15 okay so maybe 2012 or something uh someone took a photo of my legs and I found I was like oh my god it looks so skinny I'm gonna post it on Instagram now Instagram was nothing like what it was today for my younger listeners um back in the day <laughs> I'm not aging myself up but like yes back in the day when it first launched Instagram was just a way to show your photos and you had like 12 followers like that's it okay that was literally everyone's Instagram with the ugly ass filters honestly I wish we could bring it back because I was such a good time but yeah, I posted a photo of, these le- of my legs and I was like, oh my god, it looks so skinny. And I was so obsessed with the way I looked. And the next day, I was like, oh my god, I'm so fat. So it was just, it's so stupid. But yeah, I I yearned to have a thigh gap. Oh, I remember what else was really trendy at that time. Collarbones. Your collarbones popping out was very trendy to have that. And I never had it. I wasn't skinny. I wasn't big. I was just in between. I But I thought that to have the ideal body type, to look beautiful, I had to be skinny. And that was me, like, at age 14, 15. And then obviously the years went on. Kim Kardashian. Um, her body shape became the trend. Thick waist. No, sorry. Teeny tiny waist. Thick thighs. Be thick, basically. T C T H I C C. And in a way, it was great because a lot of the curvier women came out and was like, Alright, like, you know, embrace my body. And that was beautiful. But then it all went to shit Again when everybody like people who didn't have that body types got surgery to get that body type and suddenly everyone's ass was like so big and it wasn't real and they were posted on social media and these are all celebrities i'm talking about they were posted on social media and expect us to believe that that was real and suddenly that became the ideal So it's crazy how we are so shaped by social media and the body ideals and how people have integrated this into their minds and think that they have the right to comment on our bodies to tell us that we should look a certain way. It's insane. It's literally, like, think about it. Just think about it for a second. When you were a kid, what did you want to look like? And now what do you want to look like? It keeps changing. And that's why we just shouldn't be sucked into it, you know? And I just, the whole, like, listen, plastic surgery, you want to do it, do it. I'm all here for it. I may get plastic surgery. Who knows? <laughs> like, I never, I don't know. But my point is, don't, the, the problem with this is that on social media, no one is saying that, oh, I got butt implants. I, I got my uh fat sucked out of my stomach. I, I made my, my waist tinier. Like, I heard, you remember the Met Gala with Kim Kardashian when she did that beautiful dress, the wet dress? i think it was last year someone said that she took out her rib or something to make her waist skinnier i don't even know i don't know whether that's true or not i'm not saying that she did but if she did it's not publicized and obviously when you look at her you're like how on earth did she get such a skinny waist she didn't it's surgery and she works out a lot i will say that but it's surgery we have to remember that not everybody's body is different coming back to me sorry I went off on a tangent there (laughs) coming back to me um in 2017 I put on a lot of weight uh if you scroll back to my Instagram I didn't delete any of the photos you can actually scroll back I have a bikini photo up when I was uh at my heaviest and when I say heaviest I mean heaviest my face was like twice the size it is now and um do you know what the ironic part is? That was the most confident I have ever been in my entire life. Yeah. I remember specifically, I went on a holiday to with my girlfriend. And I happily wore my bikini. Happily! I literally, not that I didn't look good, I looked amazing. But I didn't look like everyone else on the beach who wore bikinis. I had my tummy out. My boobs were extremely big. And spilling out of my bikini, I, it did not flatter me at all. But I did not care. I remember feeling like such a badass bitch. It was the first time I wore a bikini. But I want to add that I've never worn a bikini before in my life before that trip. And I felt so confident. I don't know why. I wish I could channel that confidence that I had then today. But yeah, I just felt the need to share that. But then... I don't remember what was the triggering factor I think suddenly I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like I don't want to look like this anymore and that was when the unhealthy weight obsession started and it went completely on a downward trajectory after that I just felt like I had to lose all the weight I to give you more context I actually was diagnosed with something which is why I had put on a lot of weight And it's literally not... It was not in my control. It was not something that I did to my body. It was beyond my control. And at the time, I had a back injury. So I couldn't exercise. I was in physio and it was not getting better. I... No matter how much effort I put into it, it was just not getting better. So I couldn't exercise. Um, I was just big. It wasn't... It was beyond my control. And I was helpless. And finally, I did physio... And slowly, I got myself back to the gym, but very, very, very slowly. And I remember there were days at the gym where I would be crying. Like, if there was no one else in the gym, I would literally be crying. Because I wouldn't sweat when I was at the gym and I thought something was wrong with me. Why am I not sweating? Why am I not sweating? Why am I not losing weight? I'd be screaming. Like, I'm like full. I'm not joking when I say I'll be screaming. I'll be banging the the treadmill. Uh, I hope I didn't cause any injury to the treadmill, I don't think I did because I don't think I was that strong but yeah, I will be doing all of that and I know a lot of you listening have been through the same thing and yeah, I would just feel so defeated because I, there was no progress and then finally I just um, my, my back got not healed but it definitely got better I, just, I think my mindset was like you know what, I cannot rush my injury to be better, I have to take my time with it And I finally did that. And I finally committed to my physio. I stopped crying when I did my physio. And you know what? After about six, seven, eight months of constantly doing my physio, my back pain helped. Like, it became a lot, a lot better. And I could slowly go back to the gym, which is where I am at now. I'm doing weights again after, like, years. I haven't touched weights in such a long time. And I'm finally doing that again. And it feels great. And I feel strong. And I feel healthy now that's me right now i'm gonna bring you back a few months ago where we are in circuit breaker actually it was quite a while ago right now oh actually let me backtrack you a bit even more covid now if you don't know i actually had covid earlier this year in march and um that's a video on my youtube channel i didn't want to make a podcast about it just because it was talked about enough and um from my end at least so anyway just letting you know i had covid now After I came back from the hospital, I just looked like a bag of bones and I did not like it. Um, I had just lost all my muscle and um, I don't know, I just, I I looked at myself and I just did not like the way I looked. But then you know what happened? I started binge eating and I started drinking a lot during a circuit breaker. I had this really, really toxic mindset that like, you know what, it's okay. I look okay now, so it's okay if I have this brownie Um, and like, more brownie after that and more brownie after that and every other day and it's okay if I drink a lot of alcohol because it's fine I look okay that mindset made me put on so much weight over circuit breaker and um it made me so unhealthy I was overeating I was binge eating I was complete mess okay and obviously there's a lot of emotional Stuff that goes into it as well. Why I was doing that. And um, nothing to do with my body at the time. Just a lot of another emotional drama. Not drama, sorry. Emotional trauma and emotional things I was going through at the time. That caused me to do all of those things. And then, maybe in say, July, June, July, you know, phase two started. We started going out again. And I started seeing this guy. And this guy... Called me fat, to my face, and I was shocked. I, I was shocked. I didn't think I was fat, and I don't even like the word fat. Fuck, who cares how we look like as long as we're happy on the inside, right? But that was the most recent experience of me body shaming. I'm sorry it took me so long in this episode to finally get to the point of where how I was body shamed, but I just wanted to add in a bit more context to the story. And he called me fat, yeah. I talked about it a bit in my YouTube video, but not really in depth. And I never really talked about how it actually affected me. Now, when you look at yourself in the mirror, I'm just talking about a girl's perspective. Now, I know body shaming happens to guys as well. But just just for this part, I'm just going to talk about a girl's or my perspective specifically. When I look at myself in the mirror, I'm thinking about all the things I can change. I'm thinking about all the things I can improve. All the little rolls, all the little fats, squeezing myself, like, oh, why can't this go away? Why does this exist? When I'm in the shower, I look down and I hold my stomach because I don't want to see it. Imagine you're dating and, not okay, not dating, but like whatever, whatever kind of situation you were in, you're talking to this guy, you really like this guy. Every insecurity you have, he is completely stepped on it, and said, you look fat. And not even like fat in this dress, whatever, he just said I was fat. Not once, not twice, but a couple of times. To add salt to the wound, apparently he told me his brother told him that he should take me to the gym with him. Yeah. Can you imagine a guy that I liked? Best believe I'm not talking to him anymore. (laughs) But um, just imagine, you're already so like nervous when you're dating. You're already so like in your head, like, oh, how do I look? How do I look? And the guy just blatantly points out how you look. And it it doesn't resonate or it doesn't align with the way you want to look or you want to feel. To be very honest, I'm going to be completely honest here. That was the reason I started my health journey. I've talked about this a bit in my YouTube where I said that I'm on a health journey but I don't want to get into it too much because I don't want to jinx it but yeah. After he said that to me I suddenly became very very insecure about my body. I kept looking I was like oh my god I'm fat. I looked at myself and I said I'm fat and I was severely affected by that but I didn't show it and I started looking for personal trainers. I started like, how do I change my diet? And I didn't even know what to do, how to start. Because I've tried, trust me when I say, I've tried this so many times. To get into training, to get to a healthy diet. It never worked for me. So I was like, all right, I I need to do this properly. And I did. I got a trainer. I got an app to track my food and my calories and everything. And for about two months, I've been doing that. Now, I'm not even going to go into it. Please, let's not even talk about this. Because that's not the point of this episode. But I just want to say, now, before I got that freaking telonym, I feel stronger than I've ever felt before, mentally and physically. You know, I may have started this off for the wrong reasons because a boy called me fat. But in a way, I'm so glad that I made this lifestyle change for myself because I wanted to lose weight. But in the end, I'm not losing the weight. I'm gaining strength. And honestly, that is a little bit better. Although it, it is a bit of a mind game because some days I'm like, why aren't I losing the weight? And I realized actually I'm becoming stronger. When I started my training, I could only lift three kg. And now I'm lifting like two eight kg dumbbells, you know, 25 kgs on the hips and stuff like that. Like all these things which I never thought I could ever do. So my body may not be skinny, but I am stronger than I've ever been before. And that feels amazing and even after feeling that way i after making all that progress after dealing with that boy calling me fat and anon tells me i'm fat body shaming is just so ridiculous oh my god but you know what Ever since I started strength training, the excitement for me when I go to the gym hasn't been about losing weight anymore. It's genuinely about increasing the weights, <laughs> like increasing the, the dumbbells and stuff like that. And every time I'll be able to lift something else, i would be like, oh, I'm so strong. And clean eating that I have been doing has been the best decision for me. Not because, do you know now, I think I'm eating the most I've ever eaten, but when and eating healthy, last time when I used to eat healthy, I would just eat salads every day. And i'll be putting so much dressing in it, and i didn't even know that was the thing that was the most fattening thing i didn't know what i was doing and now and then also i'll be on the other extreme where i'm completely overeating where i would be so full to the point where i felt like throwing up but now i'm eating appropriate amounts i'm never left hungry i'm eating a lot during the day i'm eating so much protein and also i would like to add When I want to eat something, like a brownie, I will eat the brownie. When I go out, I will drink my wine. I will have my ice cream. I want to still enjoy myself. I want to still enjoy my fries and my pasta, but just not make it an everyday binge eating occasion for me anymore. But, that being said, it is still a work in progress. I am a work in progress. I am still working to love my body every day. And I haven't gotten there yet. But I'm getting there very, very slowly. And even though this person wanted to shame me and wanted to tell me that I look fat, it honestly didn't affect me as much as it would have two months ago. And I really think that it has to do with me gaining strength mentally and physically and not losing the weight. So that was my story with my weight and my struggles. And today, in this current moment, I'm still insecure about my roles. But you know what? Fuck it. It's normal. Let's normalize normal bodies please you know like you know on tiktok there are so many tiktokers now that are doing this and it just makes me feel so good um if you're on tiktok go follow these people May, um brooklyn there are these young teenage girls 16 17 year old girls that are just like showing their roles and be like yo it's normal and it's so nice to see um there are a lot of instagram accounts actually that i follow that do that as well if you would like to follow let me see what's her name um, She's always tagged on Boohoo. Let me check. I'm checking that now. Georgie Clark, I think. Yes, Georgie Clark. She shows you as well that angles make such a big difference. It really does. So listen, get your angles, sis. Really do it because <laughs> it makes you feel confident. Do it. But also, don't. let's not hide the roles anymore, you know? Even for men, the men that are listening to my podcast, man, I cannot imagine what it's like for you. I really can't. It sucks. And you know, I'm going to get into it. The responses so many of them are from men. And no one talks about men's body shaming enough. And it sucks. Like, do you know Fenty Beauty, not Fenty Beauty, sorry. Savage Fenty they had a fashion show, which I know had a controversy. But the one thing I really, really, really liked about that show, men, they showed men body positivity. Do we realize how we have never seen that in the media before? Tell me every single male model that you've seen has abs. Don't they? Yes, there has been movements in female body positivity where we have models like Ashley Graham, you know. People who are like, it looks... Even Normani, she's a little thicker. She's a little like, you know. And she's like, I love my body the way it is. And there's so much movement. But for men, it's still all people who have abs. And why is that the case? But Rihanna, my queen... Showed men of all different shapes and sizes, and I think that is something that is so important. So, the men who are listening to this, your body is normal. Not everyone has abs. No, I'm sorry, I know, I'm so sorry that you have to go through that. I'm a woman, and I can't comment on it because I'm not a man, and I don't know how it feels like to be thinking that the only ideal body type I must have is something with abs, something with muscles. It's not. It's really not. Okay? There's so much more to you. Your personality, your laughter, your joy that you bring, your energy that you radiate. You know? The smile that you bring on my face. That is what makes you you, not your body. And I just wanted to include that segment as well because I know I'm more female-oriented podcast and like my listeners are mostly female, but I know I have male listeners as well. And I know maybe a lot of my female listeners have brothers, boyfriends, uncles i don't know but i just wish that we could normalize normal bodies and that's something that even me i struggle with like for example i have so many bikini photos ready to go on my social media but i am too scared to post it you know why because i have a little bit of rolls, and also a little bit it's like i'm not i'm in certain angles that make me look skinnier but it's just the angle i'm not breathing in i'm not sucking in i'm not photoshopping my body it's just the angle And I wish I took something that was just like, this is literally how I look, unflexed, no angles, nothing. But I didn't. So I'm like, do I post them now or not? Am I going against what I'm saying or not? So that's a whole thing. Like I go through this whole thing like, do I post a bikini photo? Do I post a bikini photo? It's so stupid. Like, ugh. God, why can't... Uh, I don't know. It sucks. It really, really does suck. But body image is just something that so many of us struggle with. And you know... Especially when you have a partner, like back to the person, the guy who called me fat. Man, like in dating, body image is just something, it's a whole different ballgame. Especially if your partner is extremely fit, extremely buff. You feel, or I feel like, oh shit, now I have to keep up. I have to look a certain way. Especially in the first part of the dating journey, where you're like getting to know each other, where you're like just figuring out what each other likes and doesn't like and each other's personality and then you know, you want to look good for your partner. You, you want to look good on dates. And especially, obviously, when you get more intimate with your partner, the vulnerability of being naked, that's a whole other ball game that no one talks about. It's scary. And especially, I'm sure, if your partner's all buff and stuff, like, or really, really fit for guys and girls, vice versa, or guys and guys, girls and girls, whoever your partner is isn't it scary to be vulnerable naked in front of your partner and have them love it as well while they're loving you it's crazy and it's a concept not a lot of people talk about but i don't know how much i want to get into that but yeah it, i just want to highlight that it is real and it is scary and i just wish it just didn't have to be that way but it is and I think It's not like I think that this podcast is going to change everybody's mindset in the world, but I do hope my whole aim with this episode is to really just let you know that, babe, you're not alone. We all feel the same way, and if we could just all uplift each other and make each other feel like, you know what, fuck whoever said whatever they said about my body, I love my body. Do you know, to the anon who said that to me, honestly... I think you thought that you would have this effect on me that oh my god I need to lose weight but to be very honest I think I have felt more secure and more empowered after speaking for like however long I've been speaking for this podcast than I ever have before I feel comfortable in my body now after speaking about this I genuinely do and so thank you I guess for making me make this episode (laughs) because I feel so good I'm genuinely smiling I'm like yeah I'm sitting down my stomach you can see it but so what it's normal not every girl has abs oh my god I feel like I'm repeating myself so many times but let's just get it into our heads sweetie not everyone has abs I want to get into the Instagram polls and the Instagram stories and the DMs and the messages I received gosh like oh my god like literally now just 30 minutes ago i've been getting more responses so i'm so sorry if i don't read your response if you said submitted it after i record it but please know that i read it and my my heart is with you no one no one should have to go through this Jeez. okay so the first instagram story i posted was a poll that said have you been body shamed before 97 percent percent of I saying? 97 percent said yes three percent said no So basically, there were 88 people who voted yes and 3 people who voted no. 88 people. Oh my god. And this is just not even everyone. Like, oh god. And you know, a lot of them are male. For the people who voted yes, I'm looking through it now. Oh, not that I'm surprised. But I just... It was just a... How do I say? Like a initial thought like okay yes a lot of girls are going to vote but so many of them are guys oh my god all right the next thing I asked was if yes what were you told only if you're comfortable sharing I'm going to go through those responses with you so these are the things that the I'm going to separate them into what the girls receive and what the guys receive so that if you're a girl or a guy um you know you can identify with them respectively Okay, these are some of the comments that girls received. Then just my stomach, others donuts or pancakes. I think it's important to know that calling someone too skinny is body shaming too. I got that a lot. Just being called skinny in many ways, but telling me to exercise. A long list. When people saw me, the first thing that comes to their mind is my appearance. Nobody likes curvy. Many said I had put on weight, made me think I was fat, but I was going through puberty. You look like a block. Your thighs are so fat. Some guy pointed at the hair on my legs and laughed with his friends plus the usual, you should lose some weight. Upon jokingly telling my date he had no balls, not literally, I meant that he was a pussy, (laughs) he told me his balls were bigger than my tits and he meant it literally. What the fuck? When I was seven, someone told me I'll never wear skinny jeans because I'll never be skinny. That hurt. Oh, okay, this one. Okay, it's supposed to be a compliment, but I get very uncomfortable when people slash guys tell me about my boobs and my ass. Like I didn't bloody ask. Okay, I'm just going to pause right here. I have experienced this too. And actually, this is another story. Sorry, I'm making this about me again. But when I was, um, I want to say maybe 19, 18, 19 years old, a guy I was dating at the time told me to my face. Your boobs are so big. Oh my... I have never felt more uncomfortable in my entire life. I had never I looked at my chest now as a sexual thing, which is so sad and I just want to say that I completely understand when you say that. You didn't ask and, and I and I want to touch on what you said. It's supposed to be a compliment. I think that is something that people don't understand. It's not a compliment. You're making us uncomfortable. So please don't ever do that to anyone else. Oh my god. Okay. Back to the um responses. That got me to wear clothes that cover up way more. That i That's the same girl that said it. And yes, I did that too, actually. I was very insecure about my chest after that. Thighs and butt are too big to wear shorts. Someone my body size should not be wearing that outfit because I don't suit it. That I should eat more, although I actually eat as much as everyone else. Someone said my arm hair was thicker than a guy's moustache a few years ago. Flat-chested jokes were so insensitive. I used to be so confident, but those jokes really got to me. You look fat in that dress. When I was in primary school, but I can't remember when exactly. You should eat more. You look anorexic. Too skinny. You look like a stink. Flatboard. No boobs. Skinny like stick. Gotta ask your BF to fatten you up. God. Oh God, okay. My teacher teacher brought a fairness cream for me. My friends say you're chill but have elephant calves. That I'm so hairy. This is... I think a girl. Okay. You better look skinny at a certain weight. You should lose weight to look pretty. Another one saying I'm too hairy. And OGL when I joined uni said I needed plastic surgery. Oh my god. So those were the girls. Okay, there were not as many guys who told me what um was said to them which i completely understand it's a very vulnerable thing to even say so thank you so much to those girls and guys who sent in because i know it's very very brave for you to say that but i just want to go through the few of them who did send it in the guy said that i was way too fat why are you so slim for a guy your legs look so girly from the back was told i was too skinny and that i should go to the gym and bulk up first before buying new clothes you look like an A Ming's relative about my body hair ever since I was a kid you've lost so much weight you need to eat more frequent why is your face so round oh actually I know this is a bit long already but I do want to go through a story it's a very very long message that one of my friends had sent me because she has been going through body shaming for a very very long time and I just want to insert that because it's such a it's, it's a little bit of a long text, but it's, it's a really, really interesting read. So I'm going to read it now. Hi Sejal, I'm going to reply you on the little box on Instagram. Sorry. Hi Sejal, I was going to reply you on Instagram um, on the little box, but I realized there's so much to say, so rather so much that I've heard. Might as well drop you a text about it. So unfortunately, as much as I love my parents, a lot of the body shaming comments I hear come from them. I've been every weight on the spectrum from severely underweight to severely overweight because somehow that's just how my body is. What will happen is I'll wear an outfit and my mom will look me up and down and say things like, Oh, you should stop wearing that. It doesn't fit you the same anymore. You don't look nice in it. Or something like that. Or she'll hug me, but it's not really a hug. She'll just feel my waist maybe get a little bigger. And she'll tell me, be careful because I'm getting rounder and that's not pretty. I'll also get the occasional comment of, you'd be prettier if you were skinnier. I've I've even been body shamed by her colleagues too. But there was once I was dropping by the office and I'd gained some weight. Her colleagues told her after that that I'd gained weight and it was such a pity because I looked better before. Earlier this year, my dad suggested that he wanted to do a family shoot together and right after he suggested it, he looked me up and down and told me that I should get in shape for the photos. It's even happened among some friends too. So earlier this year, one of my friends after dinner was asking about the time I sustained a knee injury. The injury was pretty bad because I got two injections to each side of the kneecap. The doctor said if my leg didn't have as much muscle, it wouldn't have been a serious issue. So this friend paused in his tracks and said, well, that's an upside to being fat, right? Overall, it's something I've dealt with since I was nine and it's made me go through a different phases of crash dieting, taking 16 pills a day for weight loss and just binging and purging. So I thought it will help your podcast a little. Thanks, Angel. Love the podcast, by the way. She also said that it's gotten better over the years, but sometimes it's still a struggle. Man, to this girl, to my friend, babe, what I said was that you are immensely strong to have to deal with this. So much respect for you for developing a thicker skin, and I hope you know your worth, because you are a kind and beautiful soul inside out. I got a few other longer DMs that I thought I would share. In secondary school, everyone called me anorexic. Then when I finally gained weight, people were like, yeah, you look okay, but you kind of look fat, as if the goal was a body size. Obviously, I was shattered for working on something for almost three years every day and realizing their comments on my body shouldn't have ever mattered. The last DM I'm going to read to you. Some Cindy aunties, oh God, have told me to lose weight. If not, I will not be able to find suitable rishtas. If you don't know what rishtas mean, by the way, it means like matches to get married. Or like there have even been times where I entered a shop and was just looking at a dress and the person in the shop just outrightly told me it won't fit me without even asking me for my size. I, I'm so overwhelmed by reading all of this because I cannot imagine having these said to your face. Well, I can. I can empathize because I've had something similar said to me, but I just want to read all of this and honor all of you who said it, sent it in. The next ig story i posted was on what scale did that affect the way you see yourself now the way the reason i put this was because i did want to also highlight that some people are very very confident and i applaud you that it doesn't affect them at all and yet obviously the other end people really really get affected by their self-esteem so 65 people answered and the average answer was about like i would say maybe about 75 percent into the immensely affected my self-esteem. Now to my favorite part of the responses that I cannot wait to read. What would you say to the people who body shamed you? And after reading all of this, I'm going to say something to the anon who body shamed me. So first, let's go through what you guys said. Why, just why? Does it make you happy to bring someone down? I wish I had said, I am happy with the way it's my body and not yours. (laughs) <laughs> Would you doggy a washboard or a hot cross bun? I didn't need to hear that when I was so vulnerable and insecure as a 16-year-old girl. I'm sorry that you lacked something in your life where you have to put others down to feel better. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I told him he was a piece of shit and dumped him two weeks later. As you should, sis. Fuck off, you fucking piece of shit. That same girl, my friend, said... I now realize this is for your podcast, so probably bleep off your bleeping piece of <laughs> Oh, So this girl said, I wouldn't dare say anything. I get that. I wish I said something to the guy who called me fat too, but... Well. That she should understand my body is built differently from hers. I'm naturally bottom heavy. That I've learned to be comfy with it, but I wouldn't tell them because I'm low-key still affected. I'm going to give you a big virtual hug. That, that's me saying it to you, not, not them saying it to their body shamer. Alright, the next few. Your words shouldn't have had as much weight as they did. Fuck off. You have internalized the wrong body ideals. Hey, fuck you. To be honest, nothing. Because she's older, so I just thanked her for buying the cream for me and caring. Let me be happy the way I am and mind your own damn business. I wish you had the maturity to keep that to yourself. Nothing because I don't have the balls to talk back. Mind your own business and stop. (laughs) Thank you so much to everyone who sent in their responses. I know I've thanked you so many times, but you really don't understand how much it means to me that you were willing to share that and share that with me and to join in on this discussion that is just, it's just so needed. So finally, to end this podcast, I'd like to say a little something to the Anon who told me that I'm fat. <laughs> and to the boy who called me fat. And to everyone else who has commented on my weight in my life. But specifically to the Anon, I want you to really look deeper than yourself and ask why you projected your insecurities onto me. Why do you feel the need to tell me how I should look and how I should feel? I don't hate you. I don't feel angry towards you. I feel sorry for you. And I genuinely hope that you can find happiness in life because you have helped me find happiness in life, actually, with your comment. I feel more empowered than I ever have. And I feel stronger than I ever have. And I feel like I'm in a community of people after reading everybody's responses to know that they go through it too. And I hope this episode had the same effect on you. And that is all for today's episode. Please love your body. Please love the way you look. Let's stop. Feeding into these stupid ideals that social media projects onto us. That the society projects onto us. Each and every one of us, male or female, we are beautiful in our own ways. And we should remember that. Beauty comes from within, not just the outside. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed talking about it and it just made me feel really, really good on the inside and on the outside. Next, we can bring in a fitness expert actually to talk all about fitness and, and exercise and leading a healthy lifestyle. So, that would be really interesting to hear with that, especially after doing this episode on how to do that a healthy way and still love your body and not let body image affect the way you live your lifestyle. So, look forward to that. Follow me at SageLXX on my main account or at the Spill Sesh with Sage on my podcast account. Stay tuned for every Monday. We'll have a new episode. I love you. You are beautiful. See you next Monday. Bye.